Welp, the bears are on fire. Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Everything just went downhill ever since the double doink. Grassi, and today we are going to try to answer the question that is probably on every single Chicago Bears fan's mind right now, and that is, what the hell are the Bears doing? Seriously, before we get to that, I want to do a big shout out and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, over on the Patreon side of things, we have Codename Arkham, a big shout out and thank you to you. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have John Vance, Yamads, and Mark Miller, a big shout out and thank you to you all. Now, the Chicago Bears went 8-8 eight and eight last season, snuck into the playoffs with the newly formed seventh seed, and lost on Nickelodeon to the Saints. Basically sums it up. During that offseason, they traded for Nick Foles, paid him $20 million guaranteed. He was named the starter after coming in and leading the Bears to a comeback win against the Atlanta Falcons, then got hurt against the Vikings, and Mitch Trubisky was the one who guided them to the playoffs. Now, the Bears have always been that team who's been having that amazing defense, and the offense has been not so great. And so when you were looking ahead at this year, you imagined that Mitch Trubisky, that ship had sailed, right? That that was going to make sense. They were going to let him walk. Nick Foles didn't really prove that he was going to be the starter either, but they're also giving him a lot of money, so they really didn't have any choice with his contract. But then things started heating up. Were they going to get Carson Wentz? Were they going to get Deshaun Watson? Or were they going to go and get Russell Wilson, who apparently they threw a ton at the Seahawks, two starters, a third-round pick, a few first-round picks. The Seahawks were like, not today. No thank you. And so that led to the Chicago Bears signing Andy Dalton to a one-year $10 million deal plus a potential another $3 million in incentives. And listen, like many others, I had a hearty chuckle. You can see it in the video from a couple days ago when they signed Andy Dalton, because he is not the future of the franchise, and that is no disrespect to Andy Dalton, but no. But the best part about that entire signing is the fact that if they just went and got Andy Dalton last year, it would have been significantly cheaper considering the Cowboys signed Andy Dalton to a one-year $3 million deal. So Andy Dalton, who played for the Cowboys and did not have a great season, wound up essentially tripling his money with the Chicago Bears. And, according to Andy Dalton, he was promised the starting job. So you're having Nick Foles sitting there earning lots of money. Maybe the trick is to have him be a backup and then come in and win a Super Bowl again. And then you're now paying Andy Dalton, who, again, hasn't performed very well, and you're paying him a pretty good amount of money. But wait, there's more. Now, they did tag Allen Robinson and are paying him $18 million, and this is coming out after the fact that they offered him a long-term contract, which he turned down. And I will say for the Bears, like this was actually probably a pretty smart move considering, look at the wide receiver market right now. It doesn't look like there's any teams that are really overpaying their wide receivers. So 
while $18 million is a hit, I understand the Bears saying, okay, well then we're just gonna keep you for one more year under the franchise tag. But then you had Kyle Fuller, their best corner, get released as a cap casualty. Now it makes sense because they were able to free $11 million in cap space and they were hurting in the cap space department. But why you don't restructure Kyle Fuller um, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. He's 29 years old. So even if it's a three-year deal, you could restructure and potentially push that money out to 2024 when that cap is gonna go boop and pop right back up. But now you're down a starting CB. But wait, there's more. Akeem Hicks has apparently gotten permission to seek out a trade. Now, Akeem Hicks is obviously a little bit older, has some injuries on him. However, you have guys like Khalil Mack who make Akeem Hicks significantly better. And now you look at that line and you're like, huh, lacking some firepower. They've already lost some players along that. And you look at a guy like Khalil Mack, who, by the way, next year, in 2022, is a $30 million cap hit. 30 mil. Now there is an out after this season, so they could potentially release him. And then you're like, ooh, really, what's going on with that defense? You have Robert Quinn, who drastically underperformed, started 13 games, only had two sacks and 20 combined tackles. So yeah, that was a struggle. And yet still, their defense was pretty good, but there's key pieces that are starting to leave. So it begs the question, what the hell are the Bears doing? Well, what it looks like they're potentially doing is, you know, if they're not intentionally sabotaging their team by keeping pace and naggy, it looks like they're starting to make a shift over to the offense. Now, you might laugh because you're like, but Tom, you just said that they had Andy Dalton. But let's take a look at a couple of things. One, Darnell Mooney. Great player, really came out on the scene last year. I think he's gonna be solid for them. You're keeping Allen Robinson for one more year. Apparently, the Bears are also making a run at Kenny Galladay, the former Lion, to sign him to a potential deal. That would make their wide receiver core pretty darn dangerous. You look at David Montgomery, who had over 1,000 yards last season, eight touchdowns on the ground, over 400 yards receiving, and two touchdowns through the air. So, David Montgomery, when actually utilized by running the damn ball, sorry, actually works. Who would have thunk? So what I'm saying is it looks like they're starting to make this shift to the offense, and I guess they're allowing Matt Nagy to be like, here you go, buddy. See what you could do with this, because obviously you couldn't do anything really with the defense, so maybe with the offense. The thing that concerns me, though, is that one, they're still not great in terms of cap space, but the other thing that concerns me is you're getting these amazing wide receivers, but the guy who's throwing the ball isn't so great. And you're also diluting your defense. Now, it was okay when you had Mitch Trubisky on there from a couple years ago, had a dominant defense and Trubisky doing just enough because that was just fine. But now that you're weakening the defense, you're just kind of creating another issue. So yeah, maybe you're gonna be able to put up more points, but if your defense can't stop a lot of teams, you also do have to talk about that O-line, which allowed 36 sacks. And, you know, they got better last year. I still wouldn't say they're great. And considering Andy Dalton also has an injury history, and so does Nick Foles, and they're going behind a terrible offensive line, that wouldn't make me too confident. And maybe you'll have guys like Cole Komet really step up and he'll be a receiving target. But the, the, I just have to look at this and go, what the hell do you do in the draft if you're the Chicago Bears? You have eight picks because you got two comp picks in the sixth round. So, I mean, that's something. But do you go? and potentially get a quarterback because this scenario, it ain't the future. It's a Band-Aid, if anything. Do you try and rebuild that defense with some cheaper talent? Do you build the O-line up and just become a full offensive-minded team? 
I don't know, but it seems to me like what the Bears are doing while they are making this shift to offense, it seems sloppily done. And on top of that, it feels like they're just running in place. Would you say that the offense is getting better? Well, I mean, unless they sign a guy like Galladay, I would say no, it's going to stay roughly the same from last year unless you bring other guys in or you're just hoping for big jumps from some of these players. You haven't resolved the QB position and your defense has gotten worse. So, like, there's just so many head-scratching moves. I understand maybe wanting to shift from a defensive mind to an offensive mind, but, yeah, the way that it's being handled is just bad. Like, I understand the Akeem Hicks thing because he's older and he's injury real, but, like, the Kyler Fuller release really doesn't make sense to me. You're leaving that secondary more vulnerable now. And like I said, just the moves that are being made and the amount of money that's being spent. I mean, you could have brought back Mitch Trubisky, had similar results. At least he knows the system and not paid Andy Dalton $10 million. And who knows? You could have moved, used that for maybe Kyler Fuller. Who knows? But then again, I'm just a guy in my basement. Maybe I'm just spouting out crazy things. So the Bears are most definitely going through some ch -ch -ch changes right now. Will they pay off? Who knows? Maybe they'll pull something out of their hat. But I have to imagine, even though I've said this now for a little bit, I have to imagine that this is really like Matt Nagy's last chance, potentially Ryan Pace's last chance as well. They're now shifting over from a defense to an offense. And if they can't make that work, then I don't know what to tell you. And if you keep them, well, you're kind of getting what you paid for. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. What do you make of all the Bears' moves right now? Do you Can you make any sense of them? Do you think they're smart moves? Let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go! <laughs>